because every single loss is unique and different and no two losses are the same and so it's important for us to not compare our pains to someone else just because we see someone who got divorced one year ago and is now happily married to someone new it does not make you grieving your loss right now look like you know such a loser thing to do Hello everyone and welcome back to another beautiful episode on the Good Life Podcast with me, Noor. Thank you so much for taking your beautiful time and energy in listening to today's episode. So I hope you're doing well and I hope you're doing good. You know, thank you so much for, you know, sharing your beautiful insights, your feedback on the episodes. We always do enjoy reading every single one of your comment and we appreciate you sharing the episodes with your loved ones. So thank you so much for that. Um, and if you haven't already followed, please do follow us on our Instagram, the good life underscore podcast, where you'll get motivational updates, beautiful quotes, as well as updates on our latest podcast episode releases. So stay tuned for that as well. So in today's episode, I'm going to be exploring light and hope post-divorce. You know, when we think about divorce, um, it is such a heavy, huge thing, you know, for anyone to go through. Whether you have been married for one year, six months, two years, five years, or even more than 20 years, any form of divorce and, you know, relationship breakup that happens at any stage of your life, it can hurt a whole lot. You know, it's something that leaves this mark within you that you will forever remember. Um, you know, because a lot of times divorce is something that you wouldn't really see coming, right? A lot of times you wouldn't even wish it for yourself that it would happen to you. You might see it happen to someone else. You might even see it in, you know, the TV dramas and movies. But when it comes to you, your own life, it's something that feels like a distant picture, right? Something that feels so surreal, to have to go through. So, you know, when you married your partner, you thought it would be a happily ever after forever, right? You know, something that you see in Disney movies, right? You believe that you will grow old together. You made plans. You talked about the future, both near and far. And, you know, the future seemed like such a bright one. You laughed a whole lot. And there was no one else you could ever imagine sharing this life with until you were blindsided. You know, in a blink of an eye, the lights went out on your marriage. And that person you used to wake up to every single day is now gone. Right? They're no longer there beside you, doing the things together with you. And all of a sudden, it just seems so dark, so very dark. It seems so lonely, so lost, and very confusing. And that very moment following the split is something that seems to be forever etched in your mind. 
you know, questions that might be swirling through your mind could be, how is this happening to me? How could they do this to me? You know, and more importantly, why? Why would they want to do this to me? And it can be very difficult to make sense of anything. You know, some parts of you might be glad that the divorce is finally done. Some parts of you might be so angry at the outright betrayal and at how much, you know, they could just toss you like some object and just leave you when they no longer see you as good enough for them anymore. Some parts of you might be filled with so much sadness. Sadness from how you are now left all alone to rebuild your life back up once again. Sadness from having your trust broken, right? Some might even be filled with so much fear. The fear at the prospect of being single again, you know, possibly for a long time or even forever. And the fear of having to cope with, you know, the changed circumstances, like for example, financial-wise, you know, living situations and even social circumstances. So there's so many changes that seems to be in play when this divorce happens. And so the days seem endless for you. The nights might even feel worse to you. You know, you go to bed alone. You find that it's hard for you to actually sleep, right? When it's time for you to sleep, you fear on what sort of nightmares would come into your subconscious to haunt you, right? So you find it hard to really have quality sleep. And when you are awake, you ruminate. You think about your past and you cry and you pray that, you know, you just wish that it's all just a nightmare and that you will eventually wake up from it, right? You keep repeating to yourself, it can't really be happening to me. It can't really be happening to me. You know, something within you just can't seem to grasp the reality of your divorce, the reality of your situation that you're going through right now. And it can feel like you're being, you know, slowly tortured with this dreaded anticipation of what will happen next to you. And so, you know, you repeat your story over and over to anyone who is willing to listen, hoping that someone will tell you what you want to hear, right? And you worry that you are becoming this burden. You worry that you are the one who is always being, you know, such a loser, such, uh, you know, a miserable person. And you worry that eventually people are just going to leave you. People are just going to, you know, get tired of hearing your stories again and again and again. And, you know, having to navigate through all these thoughts, all these fears, it can be really overwhelming. It can be really crushing for you. It can be really scary you know going through something so heavy and having to think that you have to carry it all alone so divorce you know it's something that triggers all sorts of unsettling uncomfortable and frightening feelings all those scary thoughts and emotions that you thought you know wouldn't come to you but it seems to come back again right you know emotions such as grief 
loneliness, despair, guilt, frustration, anxiety, and devastation, right? And these are just, you know, a few of the emotions that many people who are grieving through a divorce feels, right? The feelings of shock, sadness, hurt, and fear, they do not end when a divorce is concluded legally. A lot of times we tend to think that, you know, once the legal proceedings are over, we will also be, you know, good again. We'll snap out of it and we'll be able to resume to our normal functioning, right? We tend to think that we won't really be affected by what has happened. But more often than not, what I have observed is that during the whole process that the divorce is still ongoing, many tend to go into their survival mode. And that survival mode is usually them suppressing and you know, denying the emotions that they truly feel, mainly because you know, they're just too caught up with the whole divorce proceedings, right? And that if they had allowed themselves to feel the entire floodgate of emotions while the divorce is still ongoing, they might fear that their mind, their body and soul might not be able to take on the intensity of it all. Right, And so what happens is that the mind goes into this protection mode. But once the divorce is over, once they have freed up a little bit of you know, bandwidth within them, all of those suppressed emotions, it starts really coming up. And sometimes it comes up all at once. right? And it can feel like a whole lot having to carry all of those emotions by yourself. So, you know, for people going through divorce, the question is not whether they will experience that process and its, you know, enormous emotional challenges, because they will, right? But the question that they need to ask themselves is, how will they navigate through that? not whether it will actually surface. So painful as they are, you know, all these myriad of emotions are generally natural grief-related reactions to a very difficult life-altering situation. You know, though there is no cure for these feelings, you know, there is a saying that you don't really get over your loss. You don't get over your grief but you just learn how to work through the loss and live with the loss, right? Because you can't possibly erase emotional memory. And so, you know, what I would like to share with you are some healthy ways on how to help you cope with all these emotions better, how to make sense of whatever it is that you're going through right now to help you gain wisdom, compassion, strength, from having gone through such a difficult experience, right? So, you know, the emotional coping process, it starts with allowing oneself the freedom to grieve, right? You know, divorce, it represents the death of a marriage and all the hopes and dreams that went into it. And the death of a marriage, just like any other death, it requires a grieving process for healing, right? Grief is a natural human reaction to loss, 
And it's something that, you know, I would like to bring to your attention on because, you know, every time when we think about the concept of grief, you know, we think about losing someone physically, right? When it comes to grief, we never really think about that, you know, a sense, a loss in a sense of self, you know, a loss in a relationship loss in your financial aspect all these things are different forms of losses that requires us to go into some levels of grieving right so grief it is not a simple emotion itself but rather it is an instinctual emotional process that can invoke all sorts of emotional reactions as it runs its course so, you know, the grief process, it tends to unfold in pretty predictable patterns. You know, most commonly, people move back and forth between a shocked, numb state characterized by denial, depression, or minimization of the importance of the loss. And it could also be observed that through outreach anger, you know, through the fear and vulnerability that you feel, right? And as you continue to emotionally digest and make sense of the nature of your loss, you might find yourself switching between being numb and upset. And, you know, through allowing yourself to talk about your loss, through normalizing your loss and exploring the impact that it had on your life, the loss soon comes to be thought of as something that has happened in your past, something that you can't change anymore. And so it becomes less and less of something that is being replayed in your present moments, right? Which is something that often makes people feel very paralyzed, right? When you find yourself living your present moment, but your mind is always replaying your past painful moments, it'll be hard for you to really be present in the things that you do. You find yourself, you know, replaying all those hurtful emotions as if it happened just yesterday. Are you feeling low and down of late? Have you tried thinking positive but nothing seems to fight off those negative thoughts that keep swirling inside your mind? Does the pain of your past keep haunting you today, taking away every single opportunity to feel and to be more in your present? If you'd like to heal the wounds holding you back, if you'd like to live a life of freedom and bliss, drop us your interest at info at thegoodlifepodcast.live. That's L-I-V-E. For more details on how we can help you live the life of your dreams. Right. And, you know, when it comes to healing, when it comes to grieving of our losses, when it comes to our wounds, you know, a common saying that we often hear is time heals all wounds. Well, you know, that saying is only partially true, right? Because the thing with grief and loss is that time alone doesn't heal your wounds. If that time is not spent, on acknowledging your loss and pain, if that time is not spent on working through your loss, it becomes impossible to heal and move forward, right? So the more you resist grief, the harder it hits you. 
And fighting grief is often counterproductive, right? Most of the time, it is really best for you to allow yourself to grieve in the ways that come naturally to you. And, you know, different people would take different amounts of time to go through their grief process and even in the ways that they actually express their grief, right? So the amount of time people spend grieving, it really depends on, you know, their personalities, their coping mechanisms, and also on the nature of their losses, right? Because every single loss is unique and different. No two losses are the same. And so it's important for us to not compare our pains to someone else. Do you have the desire to save up for an important event in your life? It could be that wedding, your travel destination, an education, or that new house. But you are finding it hard to get to that desired monetary goal. Are you spending years and years of your life trying to save up for the amount but each and every time? It seems like a huge struggle to do so. Well, we've got great news for you. If you want to start reaching your financial goals faster and better, the Good Life Podcast has partnered with TAQ Wealth Associates, who has a wealth of experience in helping individuals just like you reach your goals. So wait no further. A bright, beautiful future is awaiting for you. All you have to do is visit tinyurl.com slash TAQWA21. So we will leave more details on our social media page. If you'd like to get more details on it, feel free to do it, you guys. So don't forget on this beautiful opportunity. Just because we see someone who got divorced one year ago and is now happily married to someone new, it does not make you grieving your loss right now look like, you know, such a loser thing to do, right? Someone whose marriage was betrayed might take a longer time to work out their grief and they might even do it in a more vocal way than someone who chose to leave a marriage of their own accord. Someone who found out suddenly about their spouse's affair might grieve differently than someone who has watched their marriage deteriorate for years. So it is not realistic that grief over a lost marriage should be worked out in a month or even several months or even in a few years, right? Grief shouldn't have a deadline. You shouldn't put a deadline to you grieving through your unique loss. You know, most people will continue to deal with the emotional ramifications of loss for many months, sometimes even several years after that divorce, right? And several years may seem like a whole lot of time to be grieving. However, when you really allow yourself to respect the process, you are essentially honoring and respecting you, right? And you are entitled to take the time you need to be with your loss and to progressively release the pain that you feel within. And the only way to release is for you to actually move through this grief process. So, you know, to you who is listening right now, dear one, it may seem dim, 
right? But there is light. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and it will shine eventually if you let it. You know, trust me. The healing process it does not happen as quickly as you would like it to. There are gonna be times where it's gonna hurt so so bad, so bad that you know you might even start questioning if you can even move through this pain right now. And in those times, I want you to hang on to whatever hope is left within you, right? Fight with all. You got. Remind yourself that you know you are worthy of living a better life. Remind yourself that you do have it within you to push through this inner battle that you're fighting through. And when you do see and feel that glimmer of hope, I want you to really hold on to it. Don't let go. Allow yourself to let the light in, and you will slowly start to feel the warmth. Right. Shut down those voices that bring you to that dark place. Shut down the voices that tell you that you are broken. Shut down the voices that say that you will never be enough to be loved by anyone. Shut down the voices that tell you to give up. Don't let those voices consume you in such a way that makes you see yourself as so broken and negative. That makes you lose sight of where you are going and where you are supposed to be going. Accepting that your life has gone off course is just the beginning of this beautiful healing process. It may not feel, you know, and seem so rosy and beautiful, but when you allow yourself to move through this really, really hard time, you'll be able to reap the rewards of it afterwards, right? So learning to accept where you are without constantly thinking. Of the could have beens, the should have beens, you know, it is something that is difficult to do, right? Because your mind tends to go back to those times to remind yourself of those times that you know you you should have done better, you could have done better, and you know there is this part within you that keeps shaming you, that keeps making you feel so small, so stupid, so worthless, and so helpless, right? I want you to remember that you know those thoughts and voices that you keep hearing, that keeps telling you that you are such a failure. They are not true. They are not true. Remember that you have the power to challenge those voices. You have the power to push away those voices and to replace it with something. That is more positive and helpful for you. And again, you know, it may seem really hard to be able to fight through all those overwhelming voices that tell you that keeps telling you that you're not enough. But you don't have to go through it alone, right? You don't have to fight through, you know, that in a battle alone because there is this community of people who are here. To be able to support you, there is this community of people who are able to help you through what you're going through right now. I want you to not stop believing in yourself, dear one. I want you to believe in your power to heal your heart, 
to heal those hurt places within you. I want you to try to connect with your wounded inner child that yearns for your compassion, for your love, and for your touch. You know, that inner child, it has been through so, so much. It has been bruised and battered. It's been called names. It's been demeaned and belittled to a level that it feels so small and negligible. Right? I want you to not neglect that inner child. As much as there are parts of you that just wants to give up and just swallow in despair and sadness. But remember there is that part within you that needs you right now. You need you right now. Right? Allow yourself the time to really connect with your inner child. And not to numb this connection. You know, emotions that we feel, they are beautiful messengers to what is really hurting us on the inside. They are just messengers, like a signal to, you know, the areas that we need more attending to, right? And so when it comes to grief, you know, it's something that is often very, complicated to navigate through on your own and so i would like to highly recommend that you know you approach a professional that you trust who will be able to walk you through your pain to help you to feel what you need to feel and to help you to make peace with your past pains so that it stops haunting you in your present moments and in this process you know, while you are going through this grieving process and in those moments that you are able to feel even a glimmer of hope and light, remember to hold on to it. Remember that you have the capacity to feel inner contentment and happiness, right? Embracing change, you know, going through this transition from being married to a divorcee, it is painful, you know, especially when you are thrust into a situation that was unplanned. And I would like to invite you to use this opportunity to explore things you never thought you could or would do. You know, gift yourself the opportunity to try new things. It could be going for an art class, learning a new language, you know, reconnecting with God through going for Quranic classes, you know, going for a hike, connecting with nature, even taking up, you know, boxing classes, right? Remind yourself that your future is limitless. In your past pain, it doesn't define your future. Even though right now it might feel as though that pain is just swallowing you whole, Right, I want you to remember that you can be healing and hurting from your past pain while trying to inject positivity and hope in it. Both of them can coexist. Right, You don't have to wait till you are fully healed and fully okay before you gift yourself the beauty of life. Right, Instead of viewing your future as unknown, as scary, see it as a blank slate a chance to rewrite your story, 
a chance to reconnect with what makes your soul comes alive. You know, your self-confidence may have been damaged, but you do have the capacity to build it back up, right? Independent of the events that have happened in your life. You have experienced a trauma outside of the realm of your imagination to inside your everyday existence, right? That divorce is a form of trauma. And, you know, trauma works in insidious ways to affect you on the inside. It permeates in every part of your functioning. It permeates in every part of your cells inside and affects the kind of thoughts that you have about you, about the world, right? And, you know, because of that, it's natural that you feel that sense of self-doubt. But don't let that self-doubt and that experience define you, right? Pain, it will change you, but let it not define who you will be. You know, you will come out of this, on the other side, a changed, beautiful person, Really believe in that, right? You know, that person can be anyone that you want him or her to be. Allow yourself to shine. Allow yourself to let that inner light shine, dear one. And I want you to remember that this process, this healing and grieving process that you're going through right now, it's something that you don't have to rush through. Even though, you know, whatever your mom, dad, or whoever out there says, right? Tell yourself that this is your life and this is your pain and whatever you're feeling right now, it's valid. It deserves to be heard. It deserves to be respected. And there shouldn't be any timeline in place to rush you through whatever you're going through right now. And I want you to gift yourself this process of going through this a moment at a time a day at a time just allowing yourself to go through a pace that you are comfortable with right remember that you don't have to rush through this and this is not a race so i hope that this episode has helped you in hopefully exploring and finding that in a light and hope for you to move through this very difficult process. You know, if you are going through this process of divorce, you know, my heart goes out to you. You know, it's something that's not easy to be navigating through. And I hope and I pray for much strength, love, courage, patience and compassion that comes your way. And I hope that no matter what, that you won't stop giving up on you. That I hope that no matter what, you will continue to fight for you. Because I believe that every single one of you deserve a beautiful, purposeful and meaningful life. Thank you so much, dear one, for listening all the way through. I truly do appreciate your time and your energy in listening to this episode 
if you enjoyed this episode and you find that it will benefit you know and the individuals that are also going through something similar feel free to do that as well you know don't forget to also follow us on our instagram page the good life underscore podcast so thank you once again dear one sending you so much of my love so much of my light can't wait for you to listen to the next episode in the meantime be bold be beautiful and see the amazing you that you are take care dear one Mwah. bye <laughs>